Hey everybody, welcome to Money is No Object. My name is Dylan Howell. I am your host. I'm so excited to have you guys back with me today. This is rounding out our first week. This is our fifth episode of Money is No Object and I've really enjoyed it so far. This is a lot of fun. I enjoy imparting some wisdom on you guys and teaching you some things about personal finances that maybe you didn't know or maybe you were struggling with before. Um, this is just a lot of fun. I hope to keep doing this and putting out new content for you guys and we can continue to have that that back and forth of the comments that you leave and the social media posts that you make at me and, and things like that, that that we can really, really work together on and, and that I can give you as, as much of my knowledge and expertise as I can. Um, today is a particularly interesting video, I think, and a particularly interesting topic because it's one of the major tenets of financial management. It is financial balance. We need to be balanced, right? All parts of our life, we're told we need to be balanced. And in our finances, we can't just be a one-trick pony. And we're going to talk a lot more about that today in this episode of Money's No Object. Since I am just starting my channel, it would be extremely useful to me if you would go down, smash that like button, the thumb, it looks like this, right? Smash that like button, click the big red subscribe button, and uh, leave a comment and hit the little bell that gives you the, the notifications as to when we post uh, new content on YouTube. All of that would be extremely useful to us. It'll help us create new content for you. Also, go give us a follow on social media, at MNO with Dylan. We're on all the major social media platforms, so you can find us there. Also, some of you are listening to this on, on the podcast. Um, if you aren't, you can check that out if, if that's something you're interested in on iTunes and Spotify. You can subscribe to our, our podcast there. Once again, it's just Money's No Object with Dylan Howell. That is, that's the name. So let's jump right in. Financial balance. What does that, what does that really mean? Well, financial health and physical health are not all that different. And what are we told all the time about our physical health? That everything's good in moderation and it requires a balance of the things you eat and the exercise that you get and these all these different things that you do and these vitamins that you take and things like that. Well, your finances are no different. Your finances and the health of your finances and the success of your finances also requires you to do things in a balanced way. Also requires that you not go off the handle eating ding-dong cakes. Like you have to be able to manage your money in a way that is keeping in balance with all the different areas of the uses of money. And it's so similar to the way we use our bodies, right? It's like, I can't just go and eat whatever I want, whenever I want, and expect to stay the same weight and not exercise and expect to stay the same weight. No, I have to do some things to maintain a particular physique or to change my physique to something better. And if your physique gets worse, it, it got worse typically for a reason. Other than some specific medical conditions, it got worse for a reason. And so we know that there's this very cause and effect thing and it all requires us to be balanced, balanced in our decision-making, balanced in the way we go about life. And so what are we talking about when we are talking about financial balance? 
Well, we talked about the three uses of money in yesterday's video, giving, saving, and spending, or you can say giving, investing, and spending. Either way, savings kind of encompasses all of that investing. But giving, saving, and spending, we have to balance those things. Now, that doesn't mean do them all in the same proportions. That just means you need to always be doing all of them and always be doing them in a way that you can feel. You can feel the amount of money that you're giving. You can feel the effects of the amount of money that you're giving or spending. It, it always needs to be significant. Now, just like our physical health, our financial health works better when we have a plan, when we write something down, when we write out, you know, when you're trying to lose weight, okay, I'm gonna eat this and I'm gonna eat this and I'm gonna work out and do these exercises. And you're more likely to do those things when you have that plan. Financial health, same way. You need to have a budget. You need to have a plan that you're working through on how you're going to attack these different things in your financial life and how you're going to use your money in one of those three ways that we just talked about. In order to make any headway, it also requires that you are consistent. You have to be consistent. You, you can't just work out once and expect to get the body that you want, just like you can't give once and expect to uh, have the joy of giving that, that persists and that continues, or you can't just uh, invest once and expect to get where you want to be financially in the long term. So all of this requires you to do things over and over again and be extremely consistent. This is a discipline matter. It's difficult. It's not easy to have that kind of discipline, but it's necessary for your financial health. So why do all three of those particular uses of money matter, right? Why, why can't I do, you know, just giving and saving and not spend anything or or why can i just can i just save and spend and not give anything or any combination of those that you you want to choose why can't i just do two of them or one of them and not do the other well, we'll start with giving right giving is an attractive thing like we don't like people who are really selfish like, we don't like people who put off this vibe of only wanting to do things for themselves only wanting to spend money on themselves, only want to add value to their own agenda. That's not an attractive thing. And we don't, we, we don't say this very often. We don't say that it's not attractive. We don't say that it's not something that we like or something. We like people who are willing to give their money. We like people who are willing to give their time. We like people who are willing to sacrifice something for something that they believe in. We like that. Now let's get this straight. Giving is not so important that you can only give, right? So if you were just giving all of your money away, then you're not taking care of your own home. And that's a big issue. You have to take care of your own home. You have to pay the bills that you have to pay. Notice I said have to, not want to. I'm not talking about paying car notes that are exorbitant amounts. I'm not talking about, you know, paying on your couch that you just had to have that was a designer. That's, I'm not talking about those things. I'm talking about paying your bills, paying your lights, your water, your, your rent, your mortgage, whatever it is, keeping a roof over your head, doing the essential things, the, the needs, right? If you're not able to do the needs because you give too much, then that's an issue. But giving may take some of the wants, but that may be perfectly fine. That, that may be a perfectly okay thing as long as it's maintaining that financial balance. So why does saving matter? Well, Dylan, that's pretty straightforward. You need savings, so 
you can buy things in the future and and so you can you know have money when you retire and is it that simple is it is it that simple do you guys really understand that concept because the fact that most Americans can't cover a $400 expense tells me that that may not be the case you don't understand the importance of why you should save saving is a, an extremely important part of financial balance and of your financial health you need money for a rainy day you know you ever heard you know save your money for a rainy day you know why we do that because when it rains you need an umbrella you need something that's going to protect you right now it's not to say money is any type of security but if you if it's hot and it's summertime which it is right now and I hate the heat and your air conditioner goes out that's an issue that you need to solve today. That is not something that you need to be dealing with for months and months and months. No, you need to deal with that today. There needs to be a guy out at my house fixing my air conditioner today if it goes out. And the fact that that's the case and the fact that I don't wanna go into debt to purchase things that I need, I need to have some kind of rainy day emergency funds. So that money is for emergencies only. We're talking about funds that can only be used for things like your air conditioner going out or things like your car breaking down or any number of things like that. This is not for, for wants. This is needs. These are things that have to be done today or else there's going to be extreme discomfort. There's going to be, I can't get to work. I can't do this. It's, it's an emergency fund. So that's, that's a particular reason that savings is important, but savings is also important because when you retire when you're old and you don't want to work. I say old, you know, you don't have to retire when you're old. Old means a different thing to everybody, but when you're older and it's time to retire, you want to have money so that you can enjoy your retirement so that you're not eating beans and cornbread every night for, and some of you may like beans and cornbread. I'm not hate. I like beans and cornbread too. I'm just saying, you don't have to eat that every night when, when you're in retirement because you have money. You have money to spend on things um, that, that you want and you're able to, to live a comfortable lifestyle. The only way you're going to do that is if you make saving some kind of priority in your financial life prior to that time. So one big part of your financial balance is investing for the future. Well, that's a big part of the savings aspect of the financial balance that we're talking about here. And let's also talk about your, your children, as much as people talk about free college and no more student debt and things like that, getting rid of student loans, I don't see many people doing much about it. So if your kid wants to go to college and you don't think they're going to be able to uh, pay for it in scholarships, or even if they may and they're extremely young, it's probably a good idea to save something for their college fund uh, to be able to, to help them and not allow them to get off to a, to a rough start in their own financial lives. You want them to get the best head start that they can, and one way to do that is by saving for their college uh, education, which we'll talk more about that in future videos, but that's just one aspect of the, the savings part of your financial balance. So then we get to spending, and spending is, is extremely necessary. I, I don't want to discount the necessity of spending money. How do you think you pay your bills? You spend money on lights. You spend money on your house. But that's not all I'm talking about. I'm talking about your wants as well, right? 
things that things that you want. It's it's important if you know you want to get a new shirt or you want to get some new dresses, ladies, or if you want to go go buy some things that are important to you and that you think will provide value to yourself, then that's an okay thing to do. And all that I'm trying to get across is it has to be done with some type of balance. You have to be able to spend money in a way that is balanced with your saving and giving. If you just spend everything that you have, that's going to be detrimental to your future. It's a, it's a very common thing where you see people, they'll use everything they have today on today. And not because they have to, because they choose to. Don't get me wrong. Some people in their particular situations have to spend their entire paycheck on today. But most of you do not. And I'm speaking to most of you. Most of you do not have to spend everything that you have on today. And so I'm not saying that spending is wrong. I'm not saying don't spend money. Spend money. Enjoy what you have or else you're not going to feel very happy about going and earning it. You're not going to feel very happy about working hard to receive it. If, but you need to be able to buy something that you want and do it in balance with the rest of your financial life of saving and giving money in particular proportions. Spending is going to be the largest proportion that you have, period. Between your bills and your wants and your eating out and all these things, it's going to be more than probably than your giving and your saving combined. And that's fine. That's extremely normal. But you have to find the proportions that are right for you, the proportions that keep you in balance to where you're not emotionally becoming um, too much of a miser by saving too much or too much of somebody who's not taking care of their own home because they're giving too much or somebody who's just so wrapped up in consuming as much as they can because they're spending and spending and spending. There must be a balance. And that's why all of this is important. That's why all of this matters, all of these three uses of money, because it can change who you are in a, in a real sense. So what's really important is that we aren't acting blindly. Like we can't just decide, oh, I need to keep my finances in balance and I'm just going to start doing that now. Like that doesn't work. What you have to do is you have to have a plan. You have to have something that you're following that is making it easy for you to say, okay, I'm going to do this, then this, then this, then this, and it's going to make me financially healthy and financially successful in the long term. Submitting to a plan, especially a plan that you didn't create, is extremely difficult. It's extremely difficult to say, you know what, I'm going to do what that person says, or I'm going to do this set of principles that I have just learned about or that I just started hearing of, and I don't really feel convicted about it. I don't really feel, I just, I just am going to try to start doing these things to get my financial life in order. It's very hard to stick to those kinds of things. It's hard to submit to a plan. It's hard to submit to somebody telling you to do something that you need to do probably about something as personal as your finances. One issue with that is that there are so many new ideas coming out constantly, just new plans, new ideas, new principles, and we get so overloaded that we do nothing. It's paralysis by analysis. We see all these different things that we should do or that would would help us financially or would help us grow up, and we just do none of it because we don't know what's best. 
And so one particular part of the plan that has to happen, you'll hear me talk about it a million times, you have to create a budget. You have to put your income at the top of a page and you're giving, saving, and spending on the rest of the page and you have to work your budget down to zero. Now, when I say zero, I don't mean that you have no money left. You may have saved a particular amount of money in your savings account or left a certain amount in your checking account or whatever that may be. But I'm just saying you need to take all your income and tell every bit of that income, every dollar of that income exactly where it needs to go every month. And if you're failing to do that, then you're probably going to fall out of financial balance a lot easier than somebody who is doing that intentionally month to month. And we'll talk about the budget in depth next week in one of the videos on our financial action plan. But you have to start doing one. That's something that, and, and write it down or put it in an Excel sheet. Make it something that's that you can control and that is, is very personal to you, that you created, that you feel a, a connection with. Um, budgeting is just so important. I, I, can't, I can't understate the need for you to do a budget, do it monthly, or more often if you have to. So you guys probably are asking, you know, submit to a plan. What what kind of plan? Whose plan? What? Well, I hope to help with that. So next week, we're coming out with our financial action plan. It's the first time you guys will, will see that in action, in action, financial action plan, you know, just to play on words, whatever. And so you'll see this financial action plan and you actually get to see the why behind each of the steps that we say. And you can kind of discern for yourself why these are good steps and why these are things that will help you be financially free and financially successful. And we're just going to lay those out step by step, day by day for the next two weeks. We're going to start next week. We're going to lay all those steps out. And you'll really see that if you submit to this plan, the cause and effect of following this plan is financial freedom, is financial health and financial success. There's nothing complex about it that you have to sit and really ponder or focus on. Yeah, you have to focus. You have to focus on following the steps and doing the right things, but it's not going to require you to be a genius. You can follow these simple steps. Anybody can do it. And I would implore you to watch those videos next week and it'll be extremely useful. So what if you're watching this video and you're thinking, well, my financial imbalances just really aren't that bad, Dylan. I don't have things that are throwing me off that far. I'm not doing really bad things. Yeah, do I like to go to Starbucks every day? Sure. Do I like to you know, run up a little bit of credit card debt, but I can still make the payment? Sure. Do I like to buy nice cars? I can still, sure. Not the point. Not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that if you're not financially balanced, you're going to veer off. And so you may be saying these little issues aren't that big a deal. And day by day, you're right. If I go spend $5 on a coffee at Starbucks. I love Starbucks. That's okay. Maybe for one day, but if I'm doing that every day and that's talking me into, Oh, well maybe for lunch I'll go eat out or maybe uh, tonight me and my wife will go eat out or maybe we'll, it, it's a slippery slope. And so you have to know this if, and you may have seen this illustration before, if you took two lines, right? And you started one line, that's just straight line, right? And you took another line and gave it a one degree deviation from that straight line. So just one degree off. And you just drew those lines as far as you could draw. Well, at first they're actually really, really close to one another. Those lines are very close to one another. 
But then as time wears on, the lines begin to deviate further and further and further away. And that's the problem. That's the problem with these small financial imbalances is that they may be small today, but they will compound. It will get worse. And maybe your actions won't get worse, but the, the results are going to deviate more and more from what they could have been. And that's the issue. That's what we're trying to solve by saying you have to live a financially balanced life. And, you know, denial is dangerous. Saying that it's not that bad or that I don't have a problem or everybody lives that way. It's so easy. It's such a cop-out. All of those are cop-outs, right? Denial is just a dangerous thing. And you don't want to get caught up in saying you don't have an issue. You have to have an honest conversation with yourself. You have to honestly evaluate where you are financially, where you are mentally and emotionally, because those, like we've talked about, those play into your financial health just as much as making the mathematical changes and the choices and the budgeting and all those things. So you have to be able to have an honest conversation with yourself and say, Dylan, where are you messing up? Dylan, where are you falling short? And that will allow you to open yourself up to changes. And we talked about this in our first video, talking to a trusted person about what they may see as an imbalance in your life can be a very useful thing. So that can be something that you use to, um, as a resource to get yourself back on track financially. Financial coaches do that very well in most cases. I am one, so that's kind of a, a little plug there for, for everybody who, who may want to work with me as far as uh, financial coaching services goes. Or what if you're looking and you're saying, okay, I had these little imbalances, okay, but I'll make enough money to make up for it. It's no big deal. I can do all these things. It's not going to get worse. And it's it's not about the amount of money that you, that you make. We've talked about this before, that your money, the amount of money that you have, only makes you more of what you are as you earn more of it. So if I have more money, then... I'm going to be more of a jerk if I was already a jerk, or I'm going to be more generous if I were already generous, or I'm going to save more if I was already a saver, right? Or I'm going to spend more because I was already a spender, right? So these imbalances, if you continue making more money to try to make up for these little financial imbalances, it's just going to make you more of who you already are. You're not going to make up for them. What's going to happen is, is you're going to proportionally increase your problem. Your problem's going to get a little worse and a little worse as your income increases. And that's the sad fact is, is your income is the number one tool that you can use to be financially successful. But if you're leaning on it to make bad financial decisions, then you're not going to be able to become as financially successful as you could have if you had made the right decisions the first time around. Or what if you look at these three uses of money, giving, saving, and spending, and you're uncomfortable with one of them. You're uncomfortable with giving, or you're uncomfortable with investing or saving, or whatever it may be, you're uncomfortable with it. I would tell you this, and I said this about giving in our previous video, start small. Like if you're not comfortable with saving money or investing money, just start small. Like I, I'm not telling you to put all your chips in all at once. Although submitting to the plan is going to require some form of putting your chips in. But I'm not saying put all your money on the line. All the I'm just saying take your time, learn, build this knowledge base about what personal finance is about. 
and then start making incremental changes to get to a point to where you're financially healthy and then start maximizing on that. So I'll once again use the analogy of financial health and physical health. We all know that if you want something to change, if you want your body to change, you have to step outside of your comfort zone. You have to do something that you're not comfortable with. You have to do some workouts that hurt. You have to eat some things that either you don't like them or you're, they don't fill you up as much as something else. The same thing is true with your financial health. You have to start doing some things that maybe you're not comfortable with at first. That's okay, but you have to start making those changes. And over time, broccoli starts to taste a lot better. And things that are healthy financially start to feel a lot better too. You start to feel a lot better about the fact that you're investing. You see your, invest, your investment accounts growing and you see the, your net worth growing and you start to feel really good about that. And you're like, yes, I'm making some progress. And that's what you want to feel. You want to start getting those wins and getting wins financially helps you to push towards financial success. And that's why I say start small, because if you start small, you'll get some small wins and you'll be like, okay, well, maybe this plan kind of works. Maybe this is a, a good way forward that I'm going to go. And so start small, do little things and step outside your comfort zone. It, it's okay. It, it would be really helpful if you had somebody to walk alongside with you. And so find that person. We've talked about it. Find a trustworthy person that can be accountable to you and that you can be accountable to them and that you can walk alongside with them in your financial journey. So what's the bottom line? The bottom line is give, save, and spend. Do it all. Always be doing it all. Don't ever forego one for the other. Always be giving, always be saving, always be spending. Have a financial plan and recognize your imbalances when they are sneaking up on you and nip them when, in the bud when you can. If you let your imbalances get too far away, like I said with the, the one degree of separation, there can be such an issue with allowing imbalances to persist. Nip it in the bud as soon as you can. You will not be sorry. Always be giving, always be saving, always be spending and find that financial balance in your own life. It doesn't look like somebody else's financial balance. Yours is going to be unique to you. So hey, I just wanna tell you thank you for an awesome first week. This has been an awesome experience. I've enjoyed the feedback that I've gotten from you guys. Uh, keep leaving it, like the video, comment to the video, subscribe to my channel, uh, click the little button that has the bell on it and you'll get all the notifications when we put out new content. Follow us on social media at MNO with Dylan. Uh, check out our website, www.mnowithdylan.com for more info on what we do, who we are, the financial coaching services that we offer, and, and more and more things like that. Like I said earlier, Monday, we're going to start talking about the financial action plan. You have to tune in. This is premium stuff. This is things that I've really thought a lot about, done a lot of research, done a lot of um, mulling over that I think will really add a lot of value to your life and your financial health. If you just follow this plan step by step, it will lead you to a place that um, maybe you didn't know you could get to, or maybe you weren't comfortable thinking that you could attain. But I want to help you get there. And so check out those videos that'll start dropping Monday. Check out our videos Monday through Friday, every Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Central Time. We're dropping new videos on YouTube, and it'll show up on the podcast shortly after as well. Uh, that podcast, like you guys know, is on iTunes and Spotify. You can subscribe to that. 
Uh, if you like the podcast, you're on the road, you can't watch the video, that's fine. L listen to the podcast, get the, get the content. I want to uh, add as much value as I can to you guys and provide you as much content uh, for free that I can. And if, if you ever want to work closer with me, you can, um, you can go sign up for a financial coaching session on our website, and I'd love to help you with that as well. Also, check out the weekly rewind. Tomorrow, you'll see our first weekly rewind. It's clips and the broad topics of the, the things that I covered this week, and, and then maybe it, it entices you to watch some of the, the other videos that I, I posted this week that, that you may have missed. Um, once again, really thankful for you guys. Thanks for a great first week. Uh, this is Money's No Object. I'm Dylan Howell. God bless.